this is the Color Coded Podcast. We're from the Nova SBE School in Portugal, uh, which is a business school, and we are hosted by the Pride Association, which is a club that looks to advocate for the LGBTQI plus community, both at the university and beyond. Um, I'm Emery Cash. I'm the host of this podcast. My preferred pronouns are he, him. And today I'm joined by Joanna and Lena, who are going to be talking about surfing and their experience uh, with gender equality in the surfing industry. If you could both introduce yourselves, talk a little bit about um, your surfing background, what kind of waves you like to surf, that'd be awesome. Hi, I'm, I'm Lena. And I'm actually, I, I don't surf since very long. I surfed since maybe like six years, six, seven years, um, just before I came to Portugal. And I was kind of a beginner when I came here. And then I just immediately like changed my entire life to revolve around surfing. And I'm, I'm pretty like, I'm pretty into it. I surf almost every day and I'm very dedicated and like my training, like, like I said, my kind of my entire life revolves around surfing. Um, so I was able to progress like pretty quickly. And then after, after a few years, I got really, really excited about surfing a little bit bigger waves. <laughs> oh, let's bring more women to the big waves because yes. we are so few. So I'm Joana Andrade, I'm 41 years old, I'm from Portugal. The only thing I know to do is surf. <laughs> so I start very young in Cascais. I used to compete and after a while, I decide to challenge more myself and to catch more bigger waves. So I start to training and in this moment I love to do waves and I'm the only Portuguese surfer surfing in Nazaré. So it is, and I have a surf school in Irisara to teach how this beautiful sport is it. <laughs> Thank you both. I think it's a really awesome perspective we have here where we have a sort of veteran of the industry and someone who's coming into it in a bit more of a fresh perspective. You know, uh, Joanna, when I was doing some research for this podcast, I was reading a lot of articles about you. You've done a lot of media presence, which is really cool. One of the things, though, that I did notice when I was doing my research was that it was typically I would see things like female surfer Joanna or like woman surfer does this. And when I would look up like Kai Lenny, for example, or another surfer who's a male, I never see like male surfer Kai Lenny does this, you know, <laughs> it's always like the woman is, it's a part of the rhetoric. And I was wondering if you could explain to me why you think that might be. Well, good question. First, I think we are so few girls in this industry. And I think now is our time to change, you know, before it was like, um, and this sport is measure of time is like for men's. And now you see more women. So when you see like some news, you see women surfing this because it's not normal, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And now, like you see, like now you see more the movies. You see the superiors is the women. You see like we are get out of our box and we start to fight and say, yeah, if you can, we can. We are the same, Absolutely. you know, yeah. with a different body, but we are the same. So the fears. They are there. So I think it's the reason they start to put women's women's this. Yeah. And I don't also, know what you think, Lena. I think sometimes also because they don't know better. Like I'm being interviewed a lot by, let's say, sports magazines, but that are not so focused on surfing, you know? Mm-hmm. And then they always like, they always ask me about like women perspectives mm. and they hardly ask me about surfing, you know, like it's, <laughs> it's, it's sometimes it really bothers me, but I try to just not focus on it and, and switch the conversation more to surfing. 
like just the other day I, I did like an interview with like one of the biggest like TV channels in Germany and they only asked me about like women empowerment and I said are you like ask me something about waves like I want to talk about the way I surf I want to yes. talk about spots and I don't only want to talk about of course it's part of it but it's something that I I like to do on the side like I'm, I'm about surfing I'm not about women empowerment first you know I, I think that's really awesome and I, actually that that leads me to sort of ask for your my next question which was you know Uh, I think representation of people in sports makes a difference as to who's going to participate. So as we see more representation of gender diversity, women in surfing, more young girls might be inspired to do that. When you were sort of getting into surfing and, and did you have much representation and what who were inspiring you to sort of get into the into the water? Well, for me, it was not easy to find the proof for my parents because when I start, Uh, the surf was not so famous, it was like more like a sport of the junkie people, they like to smoke, they like to drink, was not so now fantasy mm -hmm. like now is it, so it was not easy. I think the inspiration of, was the ocean, because mm -hmm. it was the only place I was feeling connect, feeling calm, um, be there for me was like to forget everything and living the moments. So my inspiration come from me, and probably maybe from girls I was watching in a TV from uh, Hawaii and uh, Australia was so few girls. Yeah. But I don't know, I always have an attraction for, for the ocean. Honestly, I think it's quite similar. Obviously, I mean, when I started surfing, like it's just a few years ago, so there were surf movies like all over the place. Like it was kind of the big mainstream trend. But obviously, like when I came here to Ericeira, there were quite few girls around because I mean, I came here as a like as a proper beginner. I bought a shortboard because I thought it was cool, like everyone, and I couldn't like I couldn't stand up on it. Um, but I, I hardly saw women in the water, and still now, like when we see probably Joanna in your surf classes, like most beginners are girls, right? Yeah, most of them, and then we when we look a bit further, like a few years, suddenly all the girls left, and it's still a little bit like this, honestly. Mm. Um, so my inspiration in terms of surfers were mainly men. I agree with you. Mm -hmm. Me too. It was not so much women, but I think it was a mix. Yeah. Yeah. It was a mix. Because I think the men, they inspire you more. They push you more the limits. They won't, uh, And the women, they're like, okay, should I go? Should I not? Because they don't have the... How can I say? They have a lot of fear in the ocean. Yeah. Or they have like a lot of uh, problems to go alone. Yeah. No, yeah. and this is a sport yeah. very individual. Mm. <laughs> I have a lot of fear to go alone. Yeah, me too, everyone. <laughs> But I think it's more, it's probably the same for you. Like a lot of people now probably like write you messages and say you're inspiring and you're the inspiration for a lot of people probably, <laughs> no? I mean, even I get messages like this on Instagram, like yeah, kind of yeah, weekly it's and it's cute. It's really nice. It's nice, yeah. yeah. And awesome. it's, it's super funny because the girls, like they're always like struggling with those things, like I'm super scared, exactly what you said, I'm super scared in the ocean, I don't have anyone to go with, and I'm like, honestly, same for me, you know, yeah. maybe the conditions are a bit different, but it's the same fears, it's the same struggles, like, it doesn't change. Mm. And so with that, and sort of, you know, I think it takes a certain amount of not only dedication and lifestyle shift, as you're sort of alluding to, Lena, in terms of committing to surfing at this level, what do you think it takes sort of mentally to commit to surfing in the ways that you do in the, in the lifestyle and the living and breathing of the sport? 
Oh, that's a that's a question for Joanna. Ah. <laughs> I think we're very different with this, but I think you're you're mentally you're you're much better. I think I'm more better in my mentally than my physical, you know. And I always like to push my limits and to understand where it comes from the fear, mm. because like I tell you, I always say, fear it's good to have in life. It puts you aware and give you tools. Panic can kill you. So there are two different feelings. And I think with the fear, I learn a lot about mm. myself, about my challenge, about my priorities, about who I am, you know? And maybe it's the reason I like to challenge bigger mm. waves, to feel the fear and do it anyway. And I always have affection for the, the adrenaline or to get out of my comfort zone. So, yeah, I think I, I'm playing more with my mind, with my body. Mm. in this situation but but for you doing huge waves you need to have like the two play together yeah. your body your mind and your heart mm. but yeah <laughs> super interesting yeah for me it's i relate a lot to what you say but i think i'm i'm at a different stage like my my heart is there for sure and for me i try to prepare as much as i can physically because it calms me down you know when i know like okay my fins are properly screwed in and my wetsuit is good and all my equipment is good and i know i can hold my breath for a really long time and i know i know the spot that's when i feel better yeah. like i'm i have a very conservative approach to surfing because a lot of people are like oh you're brave and like i'm really not you know i go so slowly like like you know joanna right when you say i'm like step by step you know mm -hmm. i'm like like when I surf, for example, here is a spot to surf a little bit bigger waves. Like I, I go 10 times when the meters are like knee high. And then I go like I'm, I'm so slow. And, and that's just the way I feel more safe and more better. But yeah, I, I don't think it's good. You know? I think it's good. Like, I think it's good. good. You're not doing like conscient. Yeah. You're doing, uh, you, you're aware of your situation. Yeah. You know the fear is there, the danger is there. But you study and you analyze the, but some, all the... Sometimes I would like to like flip the switch yeah. a bit more like sometimes i get it and everything aligns and everything feels right and i just go for it but a lot of times i'm in the water and i have a bad intuition and i leave the water uh, me too me yeah, too yes. the time like like I, I think it's good to have fear it puts yeah. you humble yeah you yeah, yeah, yeah yeah very <laughs> very humble and this maybe is the reason yeah. we like big waves you know because it's not come from the ego it's come from you and when you are there you are like we are all with fears, yeah. you yeah, know, yeah. Yeah. and you, you need to be humble. And if you fall in a, in a wave, you need to be re completely relaxed. You cannot yeah. get scary. You cannot get start to panic. You just need yeah. to surrender. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's true. It's so funny because I don't panic. Like I never panicked in the water. And when something happens, like I don't care. You mm -hmm. know? I really, it's so funny. It's just this mind game of anticipation that I'm working on it. <laughs> so, so, nice. so you help with the physical and I yeah, help like, with the yeah. mental. <laughs> Honestly, I really, yeah. I really need that. Yeah. Are there some practices that you do outside of the water and outside of surfing that helps you build that mental strength? I mean, for me, I always say like the best training for surfing is surfing. Mm. You know, yeah. it's just, yeah. and, and if you fit physically and all of this, like it's, for me, it's the best thing I can do. But mm. In the end, the biggest reason what helps me mentally is just the excitement. Like, I really love it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think that that's the best motivator and the best mental exercise. I think I agree with Lena. There's the best is like surfing and being water. And I think for me, what helped me a lot 
to organize my day and to be more connect is like every day I take 10, 20 minutes of my life. And the first thing I do when I wake up is making a big meditation with the breathing techniques. Mm. And just to be okay, to to visualize or a good mm-hmm. day or to catching a good wave. I think it's very important, especially in this time we are, to take time for ourselves. And the days just go so fast and sometimes yeah, we true. forget. Totally. Totally. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Um, I You were in a film, um, Big Versus Small, a documentary about your sort of uh, the, the dynamic between the mental and physical pressures and um, routines that you go through to sort of prepare for competition mm-hmm. and prepare for big waves. And one of the th- interesting parts of the film that I thought, you know, that sort of really spoke to me was um, your fear of drowning and your fear of sort of the most, one of the most innate things that comes to the sport. And I'm wondering, you know, in what ways does, um, have you grown since that documentary in that space? Well, I grow a lot because if you see the whole movie, yeah. I show a lot of parts of me. I was not supposed to, and when I was a secret inside of me and for the society, and I was taking care of a long time just for myself. And when I start to share with the world, it seems like I, I release one part of me and I forget one part of me mm. and maybe I went to escape or maybe I I do extreme sports because of maybe what happened in the past now I'm forgetting myself 100% but it was a big process to mm. to go until there it's a, it's an incredible documentary I think because it shows a really complex person you mm-hmm. as the protagonist and I think a lot of media representation of women in surfing is often kind of one one dimensional. Um, there was a, another documentary um, called Out in the Lineup, which came out in 2014, which is about mm-hmm. c- the LGBTQI plus community in surfing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was really interesting because in the documentary, uh, quite a few people allude to the sort of ways in which they were not able to access spaces of either getting sponsorships or when they did, they were really policed as to the ways in which they could be themselves. And I'm wondering if either of you have experienced any sort of Mm -hmm. issue getting access to, um, you know, sponsorships because of your gender or anything else. I mean, I think for me, it's kind of it's kind of the other end of the spectrum Mm. because like, okay, my Instagram is quite nice and I surf quite nice, but I don't even surf that good, you know. But I, I always joke, I look like the stereotypical surfer girl. <laughs> like, I, I, I do 100%. And that gives me a lot of access to, to sponsorship. Like, I mean, I don't have, like, financial long-term sponsors. But I do get a lot of brand sponsors. I get, like, photo shoots and stuff. And it, it helps me a lot. And, and I know 100% it is because I surf and because I look exactly like the stereotypical surfer girl is supposed to look. Like, blonde, tan, small, skinny. <laughs> like, that is yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's stupid, but uh, it's but what it is. But what they sell and you are natural. Yeah. They say the truth. This is what the people like to see. It, exactly. But I still, like, I mean... I find it quite unfair sometimes because even like with my with some sponsors like I I tell them like okay get someone else on board try this or or a lot of times like when the brands they post their content on their social media super funny because sometimes I even get criticized like they say like for for a protein powder for example I was criticized a lot on the brand page because people said stop using models and start using people that actually mm-hmm. do sports that mm-hmm. need protein powder yeah, and I was true. like 
I am. <laughs> so it's, for me, it's a, it's a bit of a weird situation, but I mean, I'm honestly, I'm at the moment, I'm kind of benefiting from the stereotype, I have to say, honestly. Well, I don't say the same uh, for me, because for me, I, I, I need financial sponsors. What I do in big waves and, and all my career and all my lives, I dedicate of this kind of surf. I'm in a point I say, okay, I for doing this, I, I need money, you know? Absolutely. And was not is not easy, especially in this sport. Do you have like a financial sponsor first because they think oh, you are a woman, so you're more weak with the guys. After they want to see like nice pictures and they want to see how many followers you have in a Instagram, and if you don't have too much followers, you're not nothing. And most of the times I will say, but I'm a surfer, I'm not a influencer. Yeah, you know. Yeah. But it's my fault because I don't know how to sell me. Mm. I'm good surfing. I know mm. I'm a good, but I'm not good selling. If I if I have the two things, maybe I mm-hmm. I can sell me better. Mm. But yeah, I never think about. Yeah, because you have like honestly, like objective view, you have a lot to sell. Like you know, <laughs> I'm I'm better at selling myself. I don't have. I'm that not. Much to maybe sell. you can help me. Yeah. Try it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so bad selling. And myself. I think also like people care. They don't care much about bigger waves yet. Yeah, girls, they want to the contude. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's more like competition things. Yeah, you know, I think most brands still they want more yeah. competitions, not free surfers or big Yeah, they surfers. want competing because they know when you uh, you compete. Okay, yeah, you you know they're going to appear in this competition. The yeah. TV is going to be there. Da, da, da. So, and it's true. Like the reality, this this about sponsors. You if you have like some connections inside of the brand, or if you know someone, it's is more easy you know yeah. but it's like life and life will be always going to be like this so what i understand is like doing with your heart and the things come totally. in your yeah. sights and Absolutely. piss off some brands in the process that's what i do yeah 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 i got Absolutely. a big fight with a like a big surf friend a few years ago i had a few really? already yeah. yeah with a, I, i'm not gonna say the name of you know the one in town yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, me, me too with the big one with the vest because I like they they made a documentary about surfing in Portugal, especially in Ericeira, and it was a thirteen documentary. Mm-hmm. Three minutes they speak of uh, about the highway, you know. Three out of thirteen minutes the highway, and they failed to mention any woman. Whoa. They didn't, and it was about surfing, surf culture, and surf businesses. And the European champion is Portuguese. The only big wave surfer in Europe almost is Portuguese. Yeah. Like yeah, one know. of the best surf businesses, like. They just forgot to mention, even then they had a little chapter about the next generation and they forgot, they simply forgot. There was no bad intention. They simply forgot. So what I did, I was sponsored by them at the time. I put a little Instagram story and I just put like, it's 2020, really, you know, <laughs> and, and they went batshit crazy. I had like all the brand managers on their phone the entire day, the entire team blocked me and they dropped everything and they criticized me and they said, like, forget about ever coming back to us. Whoa. And, and I even said, I said, but look, you are a company of 300 people, like, yeah. what happened, you yeah. know? And they said, well, none, none of us had any issues with this. And then, like, the highest position, I think it was the marketing director, said, well, there are no women worth mentioning in Portugal. What? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's crazy, huh? And this Crikey. is, this is like, the, the brand managers of the biggest companies here. So, obviously, like, those would be the people to sponsor, Absolutely. you know, people like us. Yeah. It's true. I have, like, a... Big fight too. Yeah. Of course, I'm not going to say the name. Actually, I say the name. I don't care. 
because normally in the big waves we use a vest, airbag vest, yeah. and the only brand I have is like. And I buy these vests, and they say me to one and keep the vest like this. Don't put like no brand yeah. to tag because if you have some problems with the vest in the future, you come to us and we fix. And I make this last last year, no, three months ago, I. I said to, to the brand, okay, my, my vest is this, is okay, it's like 1,000 euros. And they say, what, are you joking with me? Uh, after everything I, I do for you, the movie, the publicity I made, and mm. I'm the only representative here in Portugal, and you going to charge me this? Yeah, yes, because your vest is already four years, and you have like a problem. And I knew it the day before they were giving in two men in Nazareth, take, take the vests. And I say, come yeah. on, I'm the only girl in Portugal. Mm. And you prefer to give people like you don't know, ah, this is the whole politics, sorry. Mm. I was like, no, this can happen. Yeah. You know, I was super sad and super disappointed with like big brands, you know, what for a, for a vest, you know, and after they give to people they don't know. Yeah. But that's, I mean, of course, like in Portugal, it's very tricky because you have this, you start a small fire and you end up with a big fire yeah. and you end up your entire day on your mobile phone with people texting you that are angry. But a lot of times I do it, you know, I prefer to have the fight and I go to the European level and I tell someone. Because yeah. you are good writing. Yeah, I, do, I go for it. So this is good, you know, I go because we cannot stay quite forever you know no. it's time to but at the same time i mean you know you know this little lawsuit i had i, I dropped it in the end because i don't have the power anymore yeah because of course the big I, company I can't. needs to take your energy i can't yeah, yeah. let's speak <laughs> about localism yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can speak about no because yeah. one thing i said is like also like it's still the old generation i mean yes. i'm not someone who's against localism at all yeah. but what we can see is like most of the kind of older surface here it's kind of a closed group of of guys mm. and it's it's the last generation I think that's happening here and a lot of them are extremely sexist I know yeah. it because I know like it's, it's nice because a lot of them think I don't speak Portuguese and I surf like one of the like most local spots a lot here and I I know what they're talking about you know really yeah <laughs> and they and by mistake once someone put me in the whatsapp group and it's just porn all over no and I know way. what they speak about me I know what they speak about my friend Christina and stuff like and it's it's super sexist, but I can see it's like the last generation kind of leaving of this type of stuff. Yeah. Absolutely. Wow. <laughs> and when you're sort of dealing with people in industry, in these sort of like big organizations, are you ever dealing with women? Are there any women sort of in these organizations? I, I think now they start to have more okay. women in the power. Yes. But mo most of the big companies is by moments, you know? Right. Right. So when we start to have women in the power, I think the yeah. mentality changed completely. I think right. so too. Yeah, right. slowly it's coming, and mm. with surfing as well. Yeah, like slowly, slowly it's coming. But a, a lot of times when I need some support, you know, I ask women in the company for support. But a lot of times they don't want to give it, and of course sometimes it's a bit weak. But I understand not everyone wants to put up a fight, and sure. I understand they're in a difficult situation as well. Yeah. So, but I, th I, I see, I see it your way. It's slowly mm -hmm. changing. It's like slow. Absolutely. I, I feel it's going to change. Yeah. And Joanna, you do a lot of work with young women uh, and women surfing, and you have a surf school mm -hmm. um, that you that you sort of enable women to get into surfing. 
and I guess your your you being the instructor is already quite inspirational. So <laughs> I'm wondering, sort of, what the future of uh, surfing in Portugal you see for women? Do you think that more Portuguese women will get into surfing? Ah, uh, you you already see a big community of cross women surfing here in Portugal. Amazing. You already see a lot. What I'm doing now more, it's putting like the surf in Africa in the different countries because, you know, like in Africa, it's not like this. The women, they don't have the same education, the same authorization like men's. For example, I can tell you now we have an institution in, in the Sao Tome Principe and the women there, they're not allowed to make sports. They have to be in a house to take care of the, the brothers. They need to cook, they need to clean. Mm. And the men, they can go play, they can surf. Mm. So we went there and we changed the mentality and say, no, let's put this girl surfing yeah. and let's speak with the father, say, no, but it can be good for the, for the community there because they can start to think by yourself. You know, Absolutely. they are not thinking about yourself. We make some interviews and most of the girls say, ah, know what I want to do. I'm, I'm going to get pregnant, I'm going to have a, a son and this is my life. And they say, no, you can do more than this. You know, you can have like a life, you can have like things you love to do. Mm -hmm. So I think we put like the surf there for like a therapy mm. uh, and it helps me a lot. The girls like grow up and to be more independent. And here in Portugal, I'm working a lot with tourism. I used to have a surf school by women, just by women when I start to, to compete. But I think Portugal is already have a lot of girls, not in Irisara. Mm -hmm. Irisara we have like, because where we live, it's a mix of uh, different nationalities, mm. not just Portuguese living here, actually less Portuguese <laughs> and things. But I think we are in a good way. Of course, when the waves is small, we see a lot of girls. When the waves is big, probably we just see me and Lena in the water, not, right. not anymore, yeah. anyone. Awesome. But it's cool what you say about Africa. You know, I think it's really good, and it's it puts like the struggles we have here. You know, it's more like things that are annoying, but it puts it into perspective. Mm. Like I, I like to talk a lot about it a lot, like how annoying it is and companies and sponsorship. But it's nowhere in relation to the problems that girls oh, yeah. have in other parts of the world. Totally. Yeah. And I love that, you know, you're mobilizing an, uh, a sport that's typically sort of discriminatory Absolutely. against women to liberate, you know, women. And, mm. and I think that's a really awesome way to kind of shift the banner mm. a little bit. Um, yeah, because I think even when we think about like racial diversity, and it's interesting that you bring in sort of the African continent into this, because I feel like even just my sort of um, limited knowledge or kind of perspective of the surf industry is actually quite white overall. And yeah, like, like ever like me. Exactly like I said, like you were saying, there right? yes. there are very few people that are that have a bit bigger bodies. There are very few people that have darker skin. Right. Like it's very like, yeah, it's yeah, very it's limited. It's a panties community. <laughs> very, very. Yeah. 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 I think it's slowly, slowly changing yeah, as well. Totally. Um, but Portugal is kind of very much in the last parts of that understood. <laughs> i think understood understood and it's, it's really cool then you're both sort of in this part of the community sometimes the best work is done in the hardest areas right are there any sort of other topics you two want to discuss specifically i don't know i think we speak too much about the women's but the men's the same if we are start to grow up all together in the same level yeah. yes. i think the world is more beautiful totally yeah. and more respecting 
totally. and not so competing. But I think, not because I'm a woman, but I think we live by more by our hearts, mm. with by mm. our emotions. Mm. And the men, they are more like, uh, help me, Lena, more like yeah, wild. Yeah, if, sure. st if you study the story, the Which history cool, actually, of, of like uh, the world is Absolutely. like this, you know? Absolutely. And now it's changing and they, they start to give you, they start to give you Valerie. But there are so many things they need to change. Absolutely. Yeah, it's true. I also wish it would be just more a bit connected. Absolutely. I, I tried a lot, like I'm... Sometimes, you know, they're like little groups of friends that go surf together and it's still a bit hard to get into it, you know, as a, as a girl. Yeah. Like if you see them in the water, it's all cool and stuff, but I can, I can see you're always, at least that's how I feel, I'm always a bit of an outsider. Um, but I think also like it's changing slowly and I, I would prefer if there was just not that much of a differentiation. I feel like we can't talk about any sort of libera gender liberation without the, everyone's sort of input and investing in it. And on that, I was wondering if you, either of you know any transgender or gender non-binary surfers, um, you know, personally or in, in the industry at large? No. I don't think so. Yeah. I mean, I know, I know there are some. Of course, yes. But not, not openly. What? Yeah, like, um, yeah. It's not easy, especially in Portugal. We don't have this mentality, like... We, people not ready not like if you go to yeah. England or if you see this like here it's it's more cl this close mentality especially with the fa families and I all this so. so a lot of people they hide they hide mm. 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 yeah I think the surf industry is very conservative yeah and I, I guess the final question is um, this was from the club if you know there are young women or gender diverse people listening to this podcast what like tips or what would you say to them to kind of inspire them to um, face their fears in, a, in any system that they feel that they are the minority like how do you persevere in that if you want to just no, you say can. go for it don't be yeah, afraid you know exactly. be yourself and love yourself because if you don't take care of you no one is going to take care of you if you don't respect no one's going to respect you and we need to love ourselves and sometimes it's so difficult because we don't falling in love with ourselves and i was like this you know of course if they tell me if i'm loving myself every day i'm going to say no but i try to be better person i try to to feed my inner child yeah. And I try to to understand my fears and don't don't close and go to the fights, you know. And what I say is like, if you really would like one thing, go for it. Go and catch this huge wave in your life. Otherwise, if you don't catch, maybe you can fall. So it's better you catch. <laughs> yeah, 100%. I wanted to say exactly the same. Just go for it. Like whatever you truly feel, what you want to do with your life, just go for it 100%. Hey, it's Emery here. I just wanted to end the episode with a bit of a reflection. I was really uh, privileged to be able to interview Joanna and Lena. I love to um, you know, be able to explore Portugal and I drove up to Edisaida from Lisbon to be able to do this interview and Joanna welcomed us into her home. It was a really lovely experience and I just want to thank the community for, for, for making that happen.
One of the things that I thought was interesting um, that came out of this interview and the research that I did um, in order to do the, the interview was the lack of conversation around um, queerness in sport and the lack of uh, transgender representation as well as just um, sexual diversity. This is a way that we can see that sports is just another sort of representation of the bigger picture around uh, the journey we still need to traverse in order to have better or more meaningful gender equality and sexual diversity um, in different areas of our society. Thank you for listening to the Color Coded podcast, which is produced by the Nova SBE Pride Association in Lisbon. We produce episodes throughout the semester, so please check out our website to see more of the episodes and other projects that we produce. If you'd like to check out more of Lena and Joanna's content, visit their Instagrams. We've put those in the description too.